This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. Let's speak to Zaid Hassan, who Hassan, who is the Gold One Mine's head of legal. So the drama continues at the Gold One Mine in Springs as AMCO members stage a protest. Workers down tool last week, demanding that the Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union, AMCO, be recognized as a majority union in the mine as they claim to have more members than the National Union of Mine Workers. It's understood that operations at the mine have been halted due to this ongoing protest. Uh, Ziad now joining us on the line. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Can you confirm that operations continue to be suspended? Hi, good afternoon. Yes. Um, so operations were suspended initially last week, Thursday, um, because, because we felt that we couldn't guarantee the safety of our employees. Um, the intention was that we would get back to normal operations today. Um, there were, again, several flare-ups over the weekend, um, and late yesterday afternoon, we took a decision that um, operations uh, should remain suspended for for the foreseeable future, um, and at least until such time as we can guarantee a safe working environment for all employees. Um, early this morning, uh, we then got reports of a of a larger crowd than than was present over the weekend. So, in the region of two to three hundred people that were blocking the entrances to to the mine and and as well as the exit points, um, the situation became quite. Um, quite hostile, um, and one employee's vehicle was set alight. We tried to get in in the morning. Um, there were two other occupants in that vehicle. Luckily, nobody was harmed. Um, but yes, so, so, so the situation um, had, had certainly gotten a lot more tense um, this morning. And do you know if anyone has been arrested? Yes, our information is that um, 11 uh, people have been arrested. Um, and, and have been charged um, with, with various um, offences. Um, there is a fairly heavy police presence at the site, um, as well as additional private security. Can you confirm if these are AMCO members and uh, employees of the company that you are the head of legal for? Uh, so the first question is a little bit harder. We can confirm that at least six of those that are arrested are employees. Um, as to which union they belong to, um, technically all employees still belong to the NUM until such time as the, the closed shop agreement is dissolved, um, which is another process that is, um, that is ongoing. Um, but we, we, we certainly um, you know, have a strong suspicion that those arrested are affiliated at least to, to AMCO. They were all gathering... Um, you know, many of them wearing AMCO T-shirts, um, AMCO flags, um, and chanting and singing AMCO songs. So we're fairly certain that they are, whilst not officially um, members of AMCO, certainly um, we, we feel um, or, or we have reason to believe sympathetic to the AMCO position. Okay, so then the process in terms of the recognition of AMCO, um, how far are you in that process? So last week, um, AMCU filed an urgent application at the Labour Court mm-hmm. um, against NUM, um, seeking an order that would compel the NUM to hold a ballot within five days um, of a judgment in its favour, um, which they expect to get on Thursday. So that would take us potentially to next week, Tuesday. Um, we have today filed papers um, in response to that application. We've indicated clearly that we are in support of the application um, and we are in support of the timelines um, that AMCU seeks 
um, in terms of their application. So we've simultaneously written to AMCO urging restraint from them um, in that they've now prescribed um, a process and a time frame at the labor court. Um, so we are prepared to respect those, um, those time frames and we, we, we urge that they um, communicate to their members to, um, to stop illegally gathering outside the premises and to, um, to, to, to do their bit to, to start normalizing um, the situation. And there's been no confirmation, or do you know of any evidence that AMCO has actually done that? Um, not at this stage. We, we are not aware that, that, um, uh, that any communication has gone out to, um, to, to AMCO's members, um, and we, we haven't seen any, um, any drastic change um, in the situation. Okay, so Ziad, when the stop orders were handed over to the company by AMCO, um, and AMCO was arguing at the time that these are valid stop orders and therefore um, some of the employees at the company are members of AMCO, why didn't the company process those? So the nature of a closed shop agreement is that the closed shop agreement remains valid until it's legally challenged and legally dissolved. Um, at the time when AMCO presented us with those stop orders, um, there was not, uh, they had not brought a legitimate challenge to the closed shop agreement. Now, it was only um, a few weeks ago when they handed us a petition of um, something in the region of 1,200 signatures. Um, those signatures, uh, in terms of the closed shop agreement, constitute a legitimate challenge um, to the continuity of that closed shop agreement. It's then the onus of NUM to, um, to communicate to its members um, and to, to facilitate the logistics around holding a ballot to determine whether um, all of those employees elect to either stick with the closed shop agreement or to have that, that agreement dissolved. Um, and, and that's the process that we, are, we currently find ourselves in. So does the closed shop agreement not also have a criteria to it, that a condition to it rather, that the union should be um, auditing its membership at a place of employment where it has representation every three years at least? It does. Um, it does okay. prescribe so that. So that hasn't happened with the NUM? Can you confirm? It, it has not okay. happened, no. So, so they've, they've, not, um, they've not conducted a ballot since 2012. They've not conducted a ballot since 2012. And then what was the company's position around that? So our, our position all along is as soon as we received um, information that, that AMCO are threatening the majority of, of NUM. We've, um, we've been in constant communication with the NUM, um, urging that they facilitate a process to verify um, the numbers and, and the support which they claim to have. Um, that would be the only logical and legal way that we can determine um, whether the, the majority of the employees elect to continue with the closed shop agreement um, or to have that dissolved and, and another union um, yep. to, to, to represent them. So this, this you say since 2012 they haven't conducted a ballot, so it's over about 10 years now um, that they haven't conducted a ballot, and the company was still okay with having NUM being the representative of these mine workers, even though it has failed to conduct an audit which is required, a ballot. Th th that is correct. Um, so does this mean however, that the company is also party to this illegal illegality well, or I, failure I'm, I'm to? Sure would, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I would I would refer to it as illegality. I think it it we we've we've certainly been in a situation where there's been relative labour stability 
um, since 2012. And it's really only five months ago when AMCU um, came knocking on our door um, and, and presented us with, uh, with, peti- with a petition um, and, and names of employees who they, they claimed have now, um, uh, will now support AMCU or, or would prefer to be represented by AMCU. So, yes, you're right that, um, that we, we should have had a ballot um, and we should have had several ballots um, within the last 10 years. Um, but, but there wasn't a legitimate threat um, to the NUM position um, up until a few months ago. But isn't the three years a requirement, an actual requirement, that the union should be doing that? It is a requirement, yes. And it hasn't happened since 2012? It has not. Okay. No. Thank you so much for your time. Zaid Hassam is um, the head of legal at Gold One Mine.